interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Think Show Show Show! <laughs> Are you doing Tibetan throat singing? <laughs> Jeez. That was pretty good. Uh, nobody's making you listen, Laura. Nobody at all is making you listen. Jasmine made You it. either. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Hey, we're here. Hey, guys. We're here, and uh, yeah. U.S. presidential election is in the rear view. And, uh, yes, yes. Um, well, for the most part. Yeah, we still have to deal with the repercussions. Uh, well, yeah, we got to deal with the fallout. We got to deal with the recounts. We got to deal with all that other... Uh, kind of bullshit. So, um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, recounts because, you know, he wants to lose twice before he loses, I guess. I don't know. That makes sense. If you're going to do something, do it right. Yeah, I guess. Well, you know, and, and and then he's saying, oh, well, there's so much ballot or voter fraud. And look at this guy in Pennsylvania. He says that he was a postal worker and that they, they were rigging the election. And the guy comes out and says... Yeah, uh, I only said that because you guys gave me $130,000. There was really no fraud. Good for him. <laughs> I hope he gets to keep the money. Literally, the Republicans gave him $130,000 to say that there was mail fraud. That's insane. Or, or that there was voter fraud. And he, like, flat out admitted it, like, no, I was lying, guys. There was no fucking voter fraud. They gave me 130000 You want to look at my bank account? <laughs> you know? like, so, you know, for you got this guy... You got this guy over here just like, there's voter fraud and the Democrats are cheating and, and it's all fraud and it's all wrong and it's all bad. And and it turns out he's the one trying to commit voter fraud. Touche. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, all right. You know, I, I, I'm, I don't want to start a political fight and I, and you saw me earlier oh, like yeah. delete a comment because I'm like, no, you know what? I don't want to start this fight. Yeah. Because I was, I was about to tell this guy, like, you know, voter fraud or whatever the fuck I was about to tell him, you know, and just like, you know, no, you know what it was? He said, um, COVID, if everybody goes get COVID testing, mm-hmm. then, you know, they'll see an accurate number of how many people in the area have COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and then these uh, restrictions that are coming back into effect as of Friday mm-hmm. uh, wouldn't be necessary. And I said... Well, you know, we could just, I, I was going to say, well, you know, we could just count, you know, nobody get tested. Mm-hmm. And then the number is zero. That's true. That's, that's, that's what a certain politician wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. Right. He said, he said, if, if, you know, the, the less tests we do, the less cases we have. That's uh, it, a way of thinking about it. It's sound logic. Now here, <laughs> here's another thing though, is I saw some people are going to do a, uh, a big rally uh, or something on party Friday. Party and protest. A, par- I a party and protest on Friday, and and, uh, and and my thoughts on this is that is the dumbest possible fucking thing you can do. Yeah. Because the whole reason we're in this situation is because you idiots don't stay home. Why don't you take your masks off while you're out partying? Yeah, just just be like the fucking Republicans. Take your mask off and and fucking yeah. It, it's just it's God. Like why? Yeah. Like, look, the reason we're in this situation in the first place is because you idiots can't stay home. Mm-hmm. 
it's more important to go out and grab a beer. Yeah, you can't stay home. Look, if you stay home, if you don't go to this protest and party or whatever the fuck on Friday or Saturday or whatever, I think it was Friday. I think it's Friday. Pretty sure it was Friday because I, I know that date very well. Yeah, it's uh, something. It rings a bell. Yeah, uh, so, you know, stay home. You if can, you have if you have some place you have to be, you have to go to work, you have band practice, you have something. Follow guidelines. Mm-hmm. Wear your mask if you if if you're going to be within like six feet, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or of somebody that you don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and be safe. Don't be stupid. Don't go out and have big giant massive gatherings to be like we don't want to wear fucking masks because that what's we we don't want to be locked down because that's what fucking Republicans do. They think for some reason that going out and partying for a protest is going to save small businesses, restaurants, and bars. Um, you want to save the small businesses, restaurants, and bars, follow fucking protocols. Keep the employees safe. Keep people safe. And when the numbers go down, they'll reopen these things. Right. You, you guys are doing this. You're going about it all wrong. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. If I'm wrong, tell me. This is a live show. You got If you're watching right now and you, you disagree with me, you got a fucking chat box right there on whatever platform you're watching this on. If you're listening, go ahead, click over to YouTube or Facebook and Twitter yeah. and tell me I'm fucking wrong. Or not tw- Twitter, Twitch, and tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. How does Twitch even work? I don't... I don't know. Uh. <laughs> I, I just broadcast there. I don't know nothing uh. about it. Laura says Joe is always wrong. I don't know. I mean, he wins an argument or two. <laughs> <laughs> What what did you say yesterday that I responded to? You said something about uh, you you don't know what what I have what I know more of Simpsons quotes or or, or rap songs or no, something like that. No, it was um what data in your brain has been replaced with hip hop nineties hip hop lyrics and Simpsons quotes. And I responded with the lyrics to do the Bartman. Yes, you did. Which you asked me if it was MC Lars. It, it is not. It, it is, is in not. fact Bart Simpson. I'm sure if I had read it more carefully, I would have realized that. Yeah, MC Lars does have a great song uh, that is uh, the uh, the Ballad of Hans Molman. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, just a, a step below the Bloodhound Gang's uh, Ralph Wiggum song. I don't remember that. Okay, the Bloodhound Gang have a song that the entire song is Ralph Wiggum quotes. Oh, my God. Except for the chorus, which is a Chief Wiggum quote. <laughs> Ralphie, get off the stage, sweetheart. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, Brian just listened to the the Bloodhound Gang for the first time, apparently. Oh my goodness! Uh, he posted on Facebook. He was like, "Is uh, he's like, so this is what the Bloodhound Gang is." He was listening to the Bad Touch, and I didn't. I'm not like arguing, you know, arguing with him or nothing. You know, I I like I liked the Bloodhound Gang back yeah. then when Hooray for Boobies came out. Yeah, you know, uh, because I'm still like Hooray for Boobies. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm not going to argue with him. I just said, you know, hey, Eddie Lubecki from uh, the Toy Box Brigade has dedicated this song to me at least once. <laughs> um, Jasmine tells me to stop antagonizing the toddlers, meaning the Republicans. Oh, I get it. And uh, and this is not to say the Democrats are any better than fucking Republicans. <laughs> this is this is, you know, it's it's just if you act like a child, we're going to treat you like a fucking child. But I don't want to leave the White House. I like it here. Well, and of course, uh, you know, the the, the uh, projected winner was called on uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. And of course, Republican, uh, excuse me, Donald Trump <laughs> is like, 
Well, since when does the media say who the winner is? Like, well, since, like, fucking always. always. Yeah. Like, yeah, they still need to do certification and everything, but most of the time, the projected winner wins. Has it ever not been the projected winner? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, we, we talked about Dewey versus Truman last week, right. and, uh, but that was um, like people hated Truman enough to be like, Dewey's going to win this thing. Dewey's going to win. Dewey's going to win. So the newspapers were already printing off Dewey beats Truman, and then Truman ends up winning the, the real, <laughs> winning re-election, um, which thank God that didn't happen this time. I know. Uh, but, um, you know, and I, and I did say that Trump's speech last Tuesday night where he was like, we won and we won Philadelphia, or we won Pennsylvania, we won Georgia, and we won uh, Wisconsin, and we won Michigan, and we won Arizona, and we're, we're going to win Nevada. And he lost every single one of those states. <laughs> and, and that, uh, you know, that, um, that speech is going to be this generation's uh, Dewey defeats Truman. Yeah. Um, but my, my, you know, but, you know, Trump is like, you know, since when, anyway. So they, they called the election last Saturday. You woke me up to tell me. I did because my mom texted me. Because I had been watching CNN for like four days straight. Yeah, and then you finally closed your eyes. I, I tell you, I watched ABC the first night, and then, like, I watched CNN the rest of the time. And you woke me up Saturday. Biden won. Like, what? Biden won. Like, oh, okay. And then I'm up and I'm <laughs> watching CNN again. <laughs> and uh, and then you find out shortly thereafter that uh, Dave Chappelle is hosting SNL that night. Yeah. So it's like, oh, shit. Okay, now, like, I haven't watched SNL since 1997. Oh, my God. Arizona's yet to be called, but it, correct me if I'm wrong, Biden is still ahead in Arizona. So <laughs> um, I, I think also uh, North Carolina hasn't been called. I don't think Georgia's oh, really? been called. Yeah, there's a few states that but haven't like, been called. With the Electoral College. Like, with the Electoral they're, College. They're not going to change anything. No, they won't change anything if the the states that have been called remain where they are. And and now uh, Pennsylvania is in recall territory, like mm. automatic was it called? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been paying attention I since Saturday. Uh, Laura says North Carolina was called yesterday. Um, but uh, but I haven't uh, been watching really since Saturday because it's like, okay, now to just see the meltdown on Twitter <laughs> and, and respond. Like, I, I kind of had to stop responding to Trump because it's just like, man, I'm getting tired of doing this. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, um, but yeah, with, with what has been... Uh, projected, mm-hmm. Biden wins, hands down. Well, how how many votes did he get from electoral? I believe uh, last time I looked was 273. So there's no turning back. He got more than half. He needed more than 270, yeah. He, so well, 270 recount, or more. As long as the recount goes as um, predicted. Right, which is which is that it's not going to change more than like a handful of votes here right, or there. Right, Um especially, you know, their allegations of voter fraud have been basically, you know, mocked and shut down by people who were like, uh, yeah, they gave me $130,000 to say that uh, I committed voter fraud. Would you um, would you do that for $130,000? Because, like, you have a job. Yeah. And, like, I don't. So that's like <laughs> so a hundred well one hundred thirty one hundred thirty thousand dollars. That's a that's that's quite a, a bit, big chunk of money. Quite a bit of money for like just the average American. Yeah, I'm I'm saying like, would you would you do it? Would you do something in Trump's favor 
for $130,000? If I get to keep the money when I rescind whatever it is I do. <laughs> uh, because I, I absolutely think... <laughs> I, I absolutely would do what that postal worker did and say, okay, yeah, I, I said this, but look at my bank account. They gave me $130,000 to say it. Yeah. I don't know if he said, look at my bank account, but that's what I would do. Yeah, right. That's where the money's got to go, right? I mean, they're not just handing them They're 100... not going to do it through PayPal. Are they handing them $130,000 cash? That is something that Trump is capable of doing. Right, but who deals with cash? Right, right, right. Laura says, I heard Trump won by a lot. Let me let me explain this. <laughs> let me break this down. Uh, Trump is on Twitter all day Saturday saying, I won this election. I won by a lot. And I have to explain this because when Trump found out uh, that that Biden was the projected winner, he was on the golf course. <laughs> okay, so now Trump has spent a majority of the last four years on the golf course. Good for him. So, I hope his golf game has improved. Well, so it's really fucked with his brain. He thinks that the way you win something is to have the lower score, like in golf. Oh. So that that's why Trump thinks he won is because he's got the lower score. He thought this was golf. Mm. That that's the only explanation I can come up with. Maybe. And, and, and let me tell you something. And if you're if you're a Trump supporter, I am not sorry for what I'm about to say. Oh dear. The fact that Biden was ahead in Arizona and there are people waving Trump flags, no masks on. Wearing MAGA hats, okay, and they're outside of the election counting facility, whatever it is, chanting, stop the count. Well, Biden is ahead. Tells me everything I need to know about Trump supporters. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're a Trump supporter, <laughs> that's the crowd you're running with. Were were these the ones who were armed also, or was that yes. a different? Because that seems necessary. Everyone's yes. going in there with a fucking pen and pen, pen and paper to vote, you know. My understanding, yeah, my my understanding is, uh, well, this is while they were counting the votes. This is after polls had closed. Mm-hmm. They're still counting the votes, which is Trump doesn't understand that that's how this works. <laughs> He's like, why are they still counting? Like, because they haven't finished fucking counting yet. Yeah, computers do it, but people, but there's so many mail-in ballots. They got to yeah. open these ballots. And right, you, right. Now, now we, uh, I am not wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm repping my 49ers. Anyway. Uh, but, um, when we voted, yeah, we had to put our, our ballot into an envelope, into a sealed envelope, sign it, a signed sealed envelope, and then put it in another envelope, in a mailing envelope. So yeah. now these, uh, what they have to do at these facilities for all these mail-in votes. And you have to remember that this is, uh, you know, there's a, a way more mail-in votes than right. there have ever been this Absolutely. year. So... And, and of course, they're all going. For some reason, they all went like four to one for for Democrats. Um, it's almost like somebody told Republicans not to vote by mail. <laughs> anyway, uh, but but still, but my point is, you you have to put it in two envelopes, mm-hmm. and that's basically the same as any uh, any state basically does the same thing. Mm-hmm. So you put your your. Uh, Absentee ballot in the one envelope, put it in the second envelope. Now somebody's going to sit there and open the envelopes. I hope they had mail openers like envelope openers because there would be some paper cuts and sore fingers. I'm sure. I'm sure they do. But they have to sit there and they have to open all these envelopes and they have to, you know, look at the things and be like, okay, this will go through the machine fine and set it down. And that's and and that is why it took four days to count. And and they're still counting in some states. Mm -hmm. They're still counting in in most states, honestly. 
Um, but that's why it took so long. And Trump doesn't understand this. Trump's just like, well, the polls closed. We should know by now. Yeah. The number, why are they still counting? Where are all these new votes coming from? Like, they're not new votes. Yeah. They're votes that were in by the deadline. And I know, I know there's a controversy in Pennsylvania. And I understand this. What is and the I will controversy give you this con- in Pennsylvania? I will give you this, that the, uh, the state Supreme Court of Pennsylvania mm-hmm. gave voters three extra days. They were supposed to have them in by election day. And they said, no, we'll give you till Friday. And, and and the reason is they sent out misprinted ballots. Oh. So they sent out misprinted ballots. How bad? Uh, I, I have no idea. But they sent out misprinted ballots and they said, you know what? Hey, we fucked up here. We're going to send these out to you. You guys have an extra three days to get them back to us. They that have to reasonable. be have to be postmarked by election day. Mm-hmm. They have to be here by Friday. Mm-hmm. If they're not here by Friday, they don't count. State Supreme Court said that's okay. So that is the argument in Pennsylvania. Okay, I get that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. However, that's only like 25,000 votes. Right. And that's, it's, it's, I don't know what the number is off the top of my head in Pennsylvania right now. I'm sure somebody will let me know. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's not going to be enough to sway the votes because I don't even think they counted those votes Towards the total oh. when they gave Biden Pennsylvania or, or projected Biden for Pennsylvania. Mm. So he has a legitimate gripe there. I understand that because they did change the rules as they went along mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. I can I can understand people being upset about this on, on the other side. And I, I can understand not counting those votes. Cool. You still lost. <laughs> even if those, so even if those votes do not count and do change the state of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You still have to win Nevada. You still have to win Arizona. You still have to win Georgia. So, right, right. you know, what good are you doing? And Georgia's going to get recount. That's a, that's a given because it was only, I think, like 2,000 votes difference. Oh, geez. Yeah, it was a narrow margin. So that's automatic. Like, it's not an automatic recount in Georgia. What it is is if it's less than 0.5% difference, which it is, mm-hmm. the candidates can say, hey, recount that. Yeah. And I'm sure Joe Biden welcomes that, and Trump is obviously going to pursue that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're just waiting to see what happens now, and obviously Trump's going to pursue his legal action and, and uh, try and slow this thing down as much as he can yeah. so he can, you know, he can remain in power and be a dictator. And- yeah. You know, that's a, th- th- these are dictator moves he's trying to pull now. Yeah, they are. Uh, and that's why we have a, a Supreme Court and a House of Representatives to stop things like this from happening. Yeah. And so he's going to go to the courts, and the courts are going to say, hey, you know, fuck you, dude. Get the fuck out of the White House. He said, uh, apparently, he has told people close to him he's going to have to be dragged out kicking and screaming. That's so ridiculous. And... I went on Twitter and I nominated Kevin Nash of uh, WCW, WWF fame to do it because he's been very vocal against Donald <laughs> Trump. I'm like, I would love to see Kevin Nash do this. And then I found out that Dave Batista, who's even bigger, <laughs> I would love to see the two of them be the ones dragging Donald Trump kicking and screaming out of the White House. That oh would be God. amazing. I Yeah, that all would the, be. All the while, Chris Jericho's there like, but, 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 Fozzie, I, I spent so much money on the Trump campaign, but I'm not political. 
not political and you spent you gave all this money to the fucking campaign, right? Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's uh, you know, it is what it is. Trump's going to do what he's going to do and hopefully, you know, we can be done with this nightmare soon enough. We've got uh, you know, till January 20th. Uh, well, I mean, we'll know for sure soon. Yeah. Hopefully, and uh and we'll see what goes on and uh I don't know, I'm just uh, glad that Biden won. Yeah, me too. Very glad. I, yeah. I think uh, if you uh, thought that this is a great America that we live in now, that Trump has made America great again over the fa- past four years, which I'll talk about that in just a second. Mm-hmm. If you think that Trump has made America great over the last four years, I don't know what your definition of great is. A great fucking disaster? <laughs> a great failure to contain a, a, a pandemic? Yeah. A, a great... Uh, brainwashing of half of this po- half the population of this country who think that this deadly disease that's killed two hundred thousand plus Americans is uh and and probably way more than that worldwide is a uh, global conspiracy against Donald Trump. You know, like seems reasonable. Like, like okay, but now Trump's got the MAGA hats, the Make America Great Again hats. Mm-hmm. And there is a picture floating around of Joe Biden wearing a blue hat that says, we just did. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, I like that. And then Pfizer just, uh, what was yesterday, oh, the yeah. day before, right? Yesterday, I think it was. Pfizer says, we just came up with, uh, we, we have a 90% effective uh, COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. Which needs to go through testing and everything like that. So we're still not out of the woods yet just because they have a uh, potentially effective vaccine. Okay. Um, But Trump is on Twitter. Well, you see, it was me that that came. You got this vaccine under me. You didn't get this from Joe Biden. You got this from me. Like Taking credit for everything that happened. One, since when do you work for Pfizer? Yeah. Two... Why didn't you get this to us sooner if this is your True. your thing? Three, Biden probably would have gotten it sooner had he been the president at the time of this disease that you are now taking credit for curing <laughs> after having right. and downplaying. Right. And and I wonder how sick he actually got. Probably not very. I mean, you yeah. Got, I mean, you got you all that heard about it. One, you're the president of the United States. Two, you've got millions, if not billions, of dollars. Right. Like, and you're getting the finest possible medical care that 99.99% of this country doesn't have access to. Right. You're going to be fine. hmm You, on the other hand. <laughs> yeah, Medicaid only covers so much. Yeah, you're not going to the Walter Reed Medical Center to, no. to get, you know, uh, COVID treatment if you get sick. No. Oh. You're going to be, st- you know, you, you'd be, you'll be, you'd be stuck in ICU at fucking Mercy Hospital. Right, I would. And uh, God knows nobody wants to have anybody that they love stuck at Mercy Hospital. But <laughs> that's another story. My grandma was just there, and she's yeah. fine, but, uh, you know, that's, that's, my, that's my grandma. <laughs> <You know? laughs> she's the toughest fucking octogenarian you'll ever meet. <laughs> but um, we got Angel Rivera standing by from uh, Super Tugger. We've had him on uh, not too long ago. He was yeah. doing some uh, some Knutin stuff. Right, right. And now he's on to talk about some new Super Tugger, which we've got coming up uh, in a little while. 
Yeah. Got brand new Super Tugger. We've got some brand new Mindy Davy coming up this segment. Yes. Uh, new Sarah Elizabeth coming up later on in the show. Great. And just uh, some old, uh, you know, old fallback material for us uh, with working class stiffs. Yeah. Our boys, you had a reason for that. We'll talk I about did. that later. Um, good show coming up. So, yeah. You know, at, at least music wise. <laughs> you, you never know if the banter is going to be good. <laughs> we, we try. We fail, but we try. Well, I mean, if nothing else, we have Laura's comments to uh, yeah, yeah, bring us back. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Show off your braids. Take my off braids, your hat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking off my hat and see my receding hairline. I haven't shaved my head in a couple of days. Oh. I got my, uh, I got my refills for my um, Omni shaver. Yeah, that's cool. Did you, you haven't used them yet? I, I haven't put them in yet. I haven't had, I've been, I was sick for a couple of days. And yeah, he kind of scared hi, me. Hi, Ma. Oh, hi, Ma. Yeah. He kind of scared me. He slept for two days straight. He doesn't do that. Yeah, I, I slept, uh, I woke up on Monday and I was feeling like my nose was just like twitching, like up inside. It was yeah. twitching. Oh. And uh, it, was, it just felt weird. And I'm like, what the fuck? So you gave me some allergy pills and I went and put on a breathe right strip. Actually, I took a shower mm-hmm. for the steam and then I put on a breathe right strip and Wore that all day and and just slept through most of the day. Just kept falling asleep, and then I woke up at like twelve thirty to go to work, and I was wide awake. I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's get some work done. <laughs> and then uh, I slept till like four o'clock yesterday. Uh, a little bit later than that, four thirty, something like uh, that. Closer to six. Really? I don't yeah, know. It was definitely after my medication. I got up and I'm like, ooh, okay, got to watch Impact tonight. Find out who <laughs> shot Johnny Bravo. Oh my God, who shot him? Don't know yet. Oh, fuck. Tommy Dreamer's doing lie detector tests. Oh. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, I got to work and I did all my work and I was done with work by like 12. And I'm like, why the fuck am I done with work already? And I, I knew I still had to wait for Slater and I got his script and did his script and I'm like, still not ready for bed. So I sat here and played uh, Switch and listened to some music and... Uh, came to bed at like three o'clock and didn't fall asleep until like nine. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, was today a day that you had your breakfast bef- and then went to bed, or was no? I, I believe you gave me breakfast after I. Oh woke yeah, it was up. like twelve thirty when I brought yeah. you breakfast. Well, I ate before I went to bed last night. Mm-hmm. What'd you have? Uh, I had some pizza rolls. Oh, you finished the first bag. I finished those the other day. Oh snap! I opened the second bag yesterday. Snap! Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, I, so I was I was out of it, not feeling well. I feel much better today. Good. I probably sound like shit, but I feel much better today. You sound much better too. Yeah. Uh, usually it's the other way around. Usually if I'm sick, I sound fine, mm-hmm. and then when I feel better, that's when everybody's like, "Oh, do you got a cold?" Oh. Like, uh, I had a cold for the last like four days. And now <laughs> I feel much better. Who shot Johnny Bravo? Is greater. Yeah. Well, I mean. As long as it ain't Rikishi, I don't. Yeah, it'll be much better than who sh- who ran over Stone Cold. Anyway, who ran over Stone Cold? Rikishi did. Oh, he did Rikishi. it for the Rock. He did it for the people. Okay. And then it turned out he actually did it for Triple H. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you learn wrestling history on this show sometimes, yeah. whether you like it or not, or whether I like it or not. You you learn wrestling history living with Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to kind of like briefly give you the 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 basics of uh, CM Punk absconding with the WWE title, so yes. I could explain to you his tweet about uh, his tweet towards Linda McMahon, 
Uh, Linda McMahon was the small business administrator for um, for the uh, for the Trump uh, oh. for the Trump White House um, for for a brief period, and and um, she tweeted, "Oh, we need to stand with President Trump, and we need to count all the votes, and we need to do this and do that and the other." And CM Punk tweeted a picture of himself blowing a kiss to Vince McMahon as he's leaving out through the crowd at the uh, at the the arena in Chicago there. Uh, with the WWE title, but he replaced his fa- his own face with Joe Biden's. Um, so yeah, and then a few months later, Stone Cold teamed up with Triple H after they found out that Triple H was the one who hired Rikishi to run him over. That's wrestling logic. Yeah, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. Would you rather be on the? Would you rather be fighting with the guy who tried to have you run over with a car? Or would you rather be on his good side? That's that's logical. Okay. All right, I got gotcha. you. You pay off some guy to run me over. I'm gonna be like, "Yo, I'm your best friend now. Fuck you. I'm not. I don't want to fight you no more." <laughs> then you become tag team champions, and then you then the guy who tried to run you over he uh, tears his quad. Oh, yeah, that sounds painful. I'm sure it was. He still finished the match. Good for him. Wow, <laughs> he's done that twice. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, we don't need to keep bringing back DX. That's that. Leave that in the past. What's DX? Degeneration X, Triple H, oh. Shawn Michaels, Road Dog, Billy Gunn. I'm good. Yeah. X Pac, China. I'm good. The the late China. She died. Yeah, she died years ago. I didn't know that. <laughs> I guess I was wondering why I haven't heard about her recently. We need to bring back DX with Stephanie McMahon and Tori, just so we could get that badass Run DMC theme again. Which is not on the Triple H vinyl, and I'm salty about it. Salty? I don't think I've ever heard you say salty. <laughs> I, I, I am not thrilled that that is not on the uh, Triple H vinyl. Like, all the other versions of the TX theme song are on there, except for the X-Pac one, because that wouldn't make sense on a Triple H vinyl, but <laughs> the Run DMC one isn't on there, and I'm like, why? Why isn't that one on here? But all the all the Motorhead stuff's on here. <laughs> yeah. Anyways... Yes, it's time. We're going to play some music. <laughs> uh, and this is a new one from our dear, dear friend, Mindy Davey. I love her. And this song is called Breaking Out on All WNY. Think so, Joe Show. Breaking See, I never spoke about it. Always better with it, and I cried in silence. What's in the past stays in the past. Cause I'm never going back to all the pain and the violence. Never wanted to see half of it. But I did, it's the past, and it is what it is. But no longer will I feel so weighted down. Like you stole me, and you want me now. Yeah, yeah. Let's take it back. Back to the day I was sitting in the back. When I was so high, and I could come down to myself back in. But here it comes again. The chains in the box, weighing me down. Like I can't escape this place right now. I'm cutting these locks and I'm breaking free and I'm finally ready to let go be I'm me. breaking out of these chains they won't hold me I'm not going I'm breaking out of these chains I won't be in control I'm just letting I'm breaking out of these chains of these chains of these chains This place, from this place, from this place. 
See, I never opened up. I always felt so ashamed like I wasn't enough. Always thought that my past had to find who I am. Losing every single trait that made me who I am. Always listen and obey, but I was a puppet. They were pulling my strings, but then I erupted. I took that cord and I burned it down. I'm the only one here who can fix this now. Make a choice now. You could break out, but the chains in the lock took the key now. My past is the past, and I'm closing the door. Moving on to better things, we can break out. Make a choice now. You can break out. Break the chains in the lock took the key now. My past is the past and I'm closing the door Moving on to better things I'm breaking out Of these chains They won't hold me back I'm not going I'm breaking out Of these chains I won't be in control I'm just letting I'm breaking out these chains, these chains, these chains I'm breaking out Anyway From this place, from this place, from this place I won't be afraid Afraid of the darkness Afraid of this madness, madness They won't hold me back I'm not going I'm breaking out All these chains I won't be in control I'm just letting I'm breaking out All these chains All these chains All these chains I'm breaking out it was Mindy Davey on all WNY, Think So Joe Show. Wow. Brand she new has, song from her. She has evolved. Absolutely. That is a far cry from like the little girl, not little girl, but young girl up on the stage with the acoustic, acoustic guitar, guitar and rapping, you know? Like yeah. She's, uh, she's definitely uh, got some production value added. And, yeah, uh, definitely. And, uh, and she's doing some of her own production from what I understand. She absolutely is. She's, uh, she's learning how to use uh, all this new gear she's just got. Yeah. And, uh, I guess she just filmed a couple of music videos and recorded three songs in the span of two days. So, wow. Yeah, she's uh, she's busy right now. She's hustling. Yeah, she's definitely uh, definitely working hard and uh, trying to get, uh, you know, uh, she's putting that effort in, putting that work. She is. She really is putting that work in, and it's paying for her. It absolutely is. Yeah. So um, we have someone on standby. He's been waiting uh, since like the middle of the first segment. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna bring him in now. Uh. Joining, joining, joining. Any second now. Hi, there he Angel. is. Hey, Angel. I don't hear we you. We have no sound. I heard a click. Hello, can you hear me now? There he is. Yes. All right, all right. Hi, Angel. How are you doing, gang? We're great. doing all How right. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. <laughs> So, so tune in right off the bat. Some of you guys sound great tonight. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, well, we have a lot to talk to you about. You've there been you up go. to you've been up to some stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, you got to keep busy during this time. You go stir crazy. You it's know? true. 
Oh, you can't go out on Saturday nights. I mean, now they're closing bars at Hold 10 on. o'clock. Hold on one second. I understand I why, but it's uh, definitely something that's uh, kind of a struggle for people who like to uh, engage with other people. Right. I don't think we're getting you on the uh, chat there on the on the podcast here. So uh, just give me a sec to no technical problem. difficulties. Okay. Um, how do I make this work? <laughs> it worked last week, and now it doesn't want to work this week. So we're we just want to make sure everybody can hear you. You guys, can you hear Angel? Let us know. Laura can hear. You know what? Laura it's, can hear. It's not going through. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's it's on the desktop audio. That's oh, why. Oh, okay. okay. That's why. Okay. All right. Are okay. we good? We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I just want to make sure. I don't want to be. We've, we've done interviews where nobody could hear anything, so we, I don't want to. We did a whole sure, yeah. interview with Greg Burt. And his audio didn't come in at all. So we're playing, we're recording, we recorded it ahead of time and we played it back and he's just blank. And so wow. we had to, we had to just 86 the whole interview. <laughs> but anyways, tell us what you've been up to here in lockdown. Oh, well, in lockdown, it's been a, it's been a long time. I mean, we, I mean uh, we were playing shows right until the end, you know, the lockdown started. Our last show was on uh, St. Patrick's Day. Wow. Uh, so we played that Saturday night, and we had shows lined up for Sunday. They were sending out the cops to shut down shows, so we decided that was a good time to bag it and <laughs> didn't, uh, play anything. We haven't played anything since. Um, so we were uh, trying to do a, a show out in, uh, down at Hagarosa over the summer um, with, uh, with our friends in uh, Bighorn Sheep. Oh, and- was that Mutton Fest? Yeah, Mutton Fest. Yeah. yeah, we were planning to do that. Mutton Fest was all systems go until it wasn't. The week before, they sent the state police down, so, oh you know. God. It's been a, it's been kind of a tough road for uh, for live bands, and uh, you know I know I know there's been some live shows going on, but they're they're you know they're not they're not big rocking shows like we like we had. You know we, we need to have some physical contacts with each other. You know, um, so we so we haven't really done that, but uh, we knocked been out of time uh, with writing songs. So Super Tugger is uh, currently back uh, in our in our in our space recording some songs, um, getting getting our act together that way. Um, we have uh, a new bass player uh, we, that uh, just joined us recently. Uh, Jeremy from Bighorn Sheep is uh, oh. playing now, uh, and he's going to be recording our new album. So we're ex- super excited about that. Um, and, uh, you know, when this coronavirus shutdown started, there was nothing to do except to uh, go in a basement and, and uh, work on some new music. So I, I wrote 20 songs in the basement. And they're all kind of aggressive punk rock. Uh, I sent you a couple of demos, uh, and uh, you know that's that's a, the path we're going down right now. Um, and so hopefully that'll come out. We also recorded. There was about ten songs in our older set that we that we never really got out. Um, we did the EP with six songs, but we have ten songs that's going to come out probably in about two months. Um, so by early January we'll have mm-hmm. ten songs set, and then by spring when we're getting ready to play shows, um, we have we hope to have the other twenty songs down for an actual new CD of Jeez. new music. Trying to play shows, so that's that's the goal. So uh, I've been like a slave driver, just driving the guys. So yeah. about, uh, eight of them down, um, and we added another two to the set last night, and uh, and then uh, we're getting them kind of you know working them up, and then at that point we'll once we get to a good point we'll give more to Jeremy and start recording his studio. So looking forward. To that. So that's well, that was my next there. question: was where you guys are recording. So right now we're recording. The, we're tracking the drums up in our practice space. We, we, we practice up in the Mammoth, in, uh, Mammoth Studios on Main Street, um, but in our space we set up all the, the gear and we're, we're recording there. Uh, and then we're gonna take it over to Jeremy's house and do some more tracking there, um, just for, for convenience sake. It's just a lot easier 
uh, doing it that way for us. And, and we're going to chip away a couple songs a week, you know, in the space we can track the drums and then the rest of us can drop it in. Me and Jeremy recorded the whole uh, Knuton album going back and forth between our two houses. Uh, we backtracked the drums in his house and then I was able to record in my house and tracks and go back and forth. So we kind of honed down how we want to do that. And uh, I think it's going to work real well. So, uh, you know, and then, and then Jeremy can work his studio magic and put it all together. And then uh, we had it mastered over by Watchman Studios, uh, Doug, up in uh, Lockport. Yeah. Um, and so it was uh, worth every penny. And uh, we came out, I was really happy the way the Kadootin, uh CD came out. Uh, Jeremy's mixing and, and then having it mastered, I think it was a really good job. So that's, that's where we're going that way. So we're very happy with that. Cool. Yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna be playing bass on all the tracks, and it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a solid record. It's gonna be really fun. Very cool, very cool. Um, so have you guys jumped on the live stream game at all? No, that's the thing. So we just got we just got back to practicing probably in late August. Uh, you know, in, in August September, and and so uh, we you know we really came back. Uh, we had a band meeting, and we decided we're gonna focus on uh, getting these new songs tracked and down. Um, you know, we were a band that was doing a lot of shows and playing a lot of gigs uh, before. We did a lot of covers. We did the Irish set and St. Patrick's Dance, like a three-hour set. You know, we had a, uh, we were doing a Somerville, all that stuff. So that kind of chips away at, at the original song. So right now, we decided to kind of hunker down and record and, uh, and get that prepped. Um, there's a thought. Once we get the 20 songs under our belt, maybe throwing like a uh, um, some sort of a live stream gig. Uh, but cool. We do all new songs. We want a whole new set. You know, we've been together. Uh, this is our sixth year now. Uh, as of like two days ago, so uh, we have uh, a backlog of five years worth of songs. I want to I want to push out the door in January, and then you know next time people see us, I want it to be all new. I want it to be all you know a, a surprise for everyone, and uh, and that way everyone will be motivated and fired up. So it's, it's really going well. You know the band's getting back together, and you know when you work on new material and people are throwing in ideas and getting fired up, it's good feeling. So, Very cool. That's where we're at right now. So um, awesome. Yeah. You gotta make the most of it, you know, in this downtime, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good way to be looking at it, to keep a positive attitude about, you know, it's it's downtime, we can use this time and, and be creative instead of just sit here and twiddle our thumbs. Yeah, that's, what, that's what's important to us. So this is, you know, like I said, we were playing a lot of shows and we went in that direction. We love playing gigs, we love the high energy, but now it's like, okay, if we can't do that, you know, I, I mean, I love, I've been watching a lot of live streams and stuff and they're fun, um, but... You know, you just, you miss the energy in the room. You it's know? not the same. Murphy's ones, you know, and they even they, they comment there's like, it's kind of weird playing here, you know, like, yeah. like no madness, no, no mosh pit, no fans, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll go down that path, but really what's critical to us is getting new songs. And I think you guys are going to like what you hear. Um, you know, I sent one new one for you. That's, that's a real raw demo. So it's from practice. Um, but we're, uh, we're going to start, tra like I said, tracking them. And, uh, it's going to play out really well. So, Very cool. Yeah. All right, so tell me about this. What is it called? Wrapped up in music book club. Yeah, so I started. So in addition to trying to reach out to people, you know, and, and missing people, um, you know, you do a lot of solitary activities now, like reading books by yourself and watching movies by yourself. So uh, my buddy um, Rich Richie just had a birthday, and uh, uh, Richie and he. Um, so I gave him a book for birthday and then, uh, and then, then a light went off my head. I said, I got a stack of books that I haven't gotten to. And uh, he's got books. And we're like, why don't we start up a book club? And uh, that way we can uh, uh, like kind of motivate ourselves to get through the books. Uh, discussion. We're talking to people about something halfway intelligent and uh, we're making our way through our piles. So that's, that's kind of where it started from. Um, I started off by giving Richie the, the, uh, the copy of uh, meet me in the bathroom and it's kind, of, uh, it's kind of like the history of music in New York City starting in uh, like 2000. Uh, 
arm with the strokes and, and that kind of wave of music all the way up to about and uh, it was just kind of I hadn't read it so that's why I picked it up it wasn't any there wasn't any sort of master plan uh, you know and uh, and that's kind of where we started so we have we have the group anybody's interested if I haven't added you already please reach out to me through Facebook uh, reach out to you guys and you can forward them to me and or you can add them to the group as well um, you know, we just want a good discussion. People are interested in, in talking about music, reading books about music and, and, and all that. That's, that's where after. So very cool. Uh, Wrapped up in music is a, it's a, that's a song by uh bell and Sebastian. And, uh, they're like kind of a literary band and that's uh, that kind of inspired that whole thought. So all right. Richie's in the chat right now. He said, we used to party. Now we have a book club. <laughs> <laughs> and we read people partying in the two, in the two thousands and cry. <laughs> yeah. We did. We made people we made people cry in the early two thousands. That was our that's what we did. So <laughs> Yep. So that we we've I finally took us this long, but I think we're adults now. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well adult. <laughs> exactly. So it took us it took us a lockdown to finally adult. So here yeah. we are. Yeah, but uh, no, it's exciting, you know, and, and people really, you know, it's, it's in the library, you know, the books in the library. I, I, I was having trouble tracking down a copy. I got a copy from the library um, while I was waiting for mine to come in. There's a, there's a couple of copies there. Um, we threw up some other book options. People are really uh, interested in uh, there's there's two new books that we're looking for for January. One is Everyone Loves Our Town. It's uh, it's the history of grunge. Oh, uh, uh, that's one of the books that's on. Uh, we have a little. Um, you know, questionnaire. That's one of the books people are, are looking into. The other one we're uh, considering is um, the story of X under the under the Big Black Sun. So X was punk fans. Um, they played here in Buffalo maybe three years ago, um, and uh, another big influence on me. Um, and those those seem to be the ones that are getting traction. But we're wide open. You know, so somebody uh, suggested a Jimi Hendrix book it's out there, and we're 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 ready to listen. Just want to talk about some music, talk about rock and roll. So. Uh, that's uh, where we're at. So we're going to try to, the goal is to try to do a book a month. Uh, first Thursday of the month uh, will be our actual uh, virtual meeting. Uh, I'm going to use uh, Facebook and use the rooms. First, maybe if that doesn't work, I'll try Zoom. So I'm going to have a uh, kind of meet and greet on the 19th of November, uh, next Thursday, to just shake out the uh, technology, make sure it works, uh, and then just say hi to people and then see how they're doing with this first book. And then we'll have our first book discussion will be on uh, December 3rd. And it's at seven o'clock, and uh, and it won't come, it won't compete with you guys. So uh, send them on over and <laughs> talk music, you know. And I uh, hope you guys drop in too. And uh, yeah. you know, people will be engaged. You know, people need to need to communicate. You know, you still need to meet new people. You still need to engage and and, and have something shared to talk mm-hmm. about. And uh, you know, as great as the bills are doing, it's nice to talk about other stuff too. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's a sore subject for Joe. Well, <laughs> I, I I will admit I was rooting for the Bills this past Sunday because it, it a loss for the Seahawks helps out the Niners, right? right just right. just like a loss to the uh, loss for the Cardinals this coming Sunday helps out the Niners. So I'll, I'll be rooting go. for Buffalo again this Sunday, but don't don't expect me to be singing that stupid Isley Brothers song. <laughs> <laughs> Does San Francisco have a song? Do they have a shout song? No. <laughs> at least not one that obnoxious so every time like they have a national broadcast just whatever network just plays california love every time they go to break oh really it's like okay yeah i, I like dr dre and tupac and i love this song but i don't need to hear it every five seconds uh, it could be worse it, it could be a lot worse uh, yeah it could be that <laughs> yeah so 
What about Canuton? Is did I say it right? Canuton. Canuton. <laughs> what are what is Canuton up to nowadays? Anything? Canuton is 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 a little bit on hold. We we we, we got the record done, and uh, we were trying. We we're gonna have a record release party at Mutton Fest, and that all fell apart. Um, so uh, now we're kind of just on hold and a holding pattern until we can, uh, um, you know, figure out our next move. Um, it's just uh, it's just the way it is right now, you know. Yeah. So uh, I was, uh, you know, I was talking to Jamie earlier today and stuff and, and, you know, keep in touch, but it's just a matter of uh, just finding the right place and right time to get people in the room together. And, you know, and everyone has, you know, uh, with the COVID, everyone has their own, you know, sense of security and, 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 and you know, comfort levels and getting together and stuff. I mean, that's, that's reality. So you don't want to, um, you want to respect that in this yeah. time. You know, and if we got to lay low, it's okay. Um, you know, um, but we have the music there. We're ready to go. I've got, I got the CDs packed up over there and ready to <laughs> sell when I can actually get out of the house and, and go to a show and go down to Stamps and play a show. I mean, it, it's just killing me, you know, but yeah. hopefully uh, by next year, maybe, maybe this summer, maybe we'll be back. Who knows? Oh, um, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of good shows this summer, but you know, mm-hmm. but so we'll survive. outside of COVID times, you do a lot of projects. How do you keep everything straight? Um, I I have a lot of energy, and I just <laughs> love, I love, I love playing. You know, different bands. I love different styles of music, and every band I play with. You know, one thing that's cool is like you learn something from from somebody else. You know, um, everyone's approach to music is different. Um, you know, some people, you know, can read music. Some people, you know, just play by ear. Um, some people, you know, like me, I'm in the, in the middle. I, can, I know a chord, but I can't exactly read it off a chart, you know, and, and, and that, and you have everybody in between. Um, so, I mean, I, I love that. You know, Jamie on Knuton, he's a jazz guy. I mean, he literally, you can hand him, um, you know, the, the sheet music, and he can play it, you know. I can't do that, you know. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, and all that stuff. Um, you know, but it's, it's, everyone's approach is different, you know. Uh, when me and Richie were in, we were in uh, um, Nico way back when in the early 2000s, you know, Richie, Richie was like, uh, is still very into electronica. He's got Dots on Moon now. Um, so when he plays guitar, he makes it sound like a synthesizer, you know, and he, and he could play those licks on guitar. And it was not, it was not an approach that I had ever considered, you know. Yeah. And so that, that, that taught me something, you know. Um, and then other guys, you know, play in different ways and, and, you, and you learn how to do things. So that's, that's what I enjoy, you know. For my birthday last year, I had I tried to get all the bands I was in in Buffalo to play it. Uh, we had six bands play that at the, at the Gypsy Parlor. You know, we started at like uh, six and we didn't end till midnight. So uh, it was insane. Um, not gonna be able to do that this year. So I'm glad I had that party last year. But uh, oh, you know. yeah. And then, you know, people are great. I love people. You know, I love I love meeting new people, jamming, getting in a room. I mean, come on, what's better than getting in a room and making music with you know some new people? And you're like, oh man, that really sounds good. You know, you get that buzz. You know, Joe, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah that feeling like oh man this is working this is like really cooking you know there that's a high you know that's what i enjoy so awesome well richie's in our chat right now i need you to confirm that this is accurate information he's giving us he says that your blood is 15 percent coffee <laughs> yeah yeah it's 15 percent coffee and uh, the other and uh 15 probably uh um uh, hay burners so <laughs> i alternate between the uh the coffee and the beer so it's uh, a good way to live but uh, that's uh, you know how I keep going. So you, you got to drink some water in between there too. I, I try, try. I try. I try to mix in a little water, you know? <laughs> or even just water down your coffee if if that's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, we drink a lot of coffee. I drink espresso. I drink a cafe bustello, and I, I drink a pot at the house, and then uh, and I drink a pot at work, and then uh, I have like one more cup after uh, lunch. Uh, I'm pretty fired up, so it's good. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a lot of caffeine. I thought I, I thought yeah. I was a monster, but <laughs> no. <laughs> I gotta have my coffee. When I was a little kid, when I was when I was a little when I was uh, like a baby, uh, they used to put coffee in my uh, in my baby bottle. Oh my god! <laughs> I said that I said that in front of my mom one time, and my mom just like hung her head. She went, "Yes, yes." <laughs> <laughs> You did what you had to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny. So I made the mistake. My my daughter's uh she's eleven now, but you know, when she was like six, um, she was bugging me. She wanted to taste my coffee because she saw me drinking it. I said, Fine, have some coffee, try it. And I and and uh, my wife goes, Well, you know, she, what are you trying to do with the baby? I said, Don't don't worry about it. She'll taste it. She won't like it. Of course she loves it now. So now <laughs> she's, she's my coffee drinking partner in the morning. So. <laughs> Didn't drink quite as much as daddy, but she'll, she'll have a uh, half a cup, you know? All right. <laughs> She's got plenty of time to catch up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what's the first band that you were in? Uh, first band I was in in Buffalo was in, was, uh, in Spitfire, uh, Spitfire and Rolliel. Uh, and that's, you know, that's where I, I first met Nick, uh, Nick Gonzalez. Uh, he was a bass player in that band and stuff. And uh, I played with those guys back in like 97 and 99, you know, and, and uh, Tom Brookins, uh, he moved out to California, but we, we, you know, we had the band together. Um, we used to practice out in the Sidway building on Main Street before they got renovated uh, up on the top floor. Andy DeFranco had our offices in the first floor, so it was great. So, we, you know, we played shows. Um, we played, like, the old Art Voice Festival downtown on Chippewa and all that. And, uh, like, we played the Continental. We would just we would just put our stuff on a dolly and roll it down the street, you know, to go play shows. It was great. You know, we played there. We played uh, the Atomic. Um, it was fun. It was a great time, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, took a couple of years off, and then I got back together with Richie and uh, Nico. Uh, that was in the early 2000s, like he said. And uh, you know, we played. You, you, one thing about Nico was pretty amazing, and, and and Richie probably chime in is that we had a ton of shows. We got all over the place, you know, and uh, and uh, it was really fun, and we frightened a lot of people, but we had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we played in the, the the ending days there, the continent. We also played the show place. Uh, we played. Um, God, you name, you name a place, we played it. You know, there used to be that bar, the Bend, in, in Allentown. We were like the house band on Wednesday nights for like a couple of months, and it, it was just wild, you know, so it's a lot of fun. Um, what was your favorite Buffalo venue to play um, through all of your years, all of your projects? Well, my number one, my number one favorite place is the Mohawk. I mean, it, it has been and always will be. I mean, it's just, I mean, the sound there from, from when they had the little stage to now the I mean, you know, uh, it's always sounded great in there. I, I love that place. You know, um, you know, playing at the Continental was a blast uh, back in the day. Um, and uh, you know, when show place when, were, you know, the, when we played there way back when, we had the big stage and stuff with the smoke machines and a light. That was that was a blast. You know, we played uh, one show there where our, where our second guitar player disappeared in the in the smoke and we couldn't find him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty wild. You know. Um, but, you know, the Mohawk and, and Nietzsche's, you know, those are two go-tos. I mean, you, you never have a bad time there. I mean, if you have a bad time, you're still downtown hanging out with people, and, and, and you know, it's a lot of fun. And uh, Stamps is great. Uh, Stamps, you know, it, you know, I don't know, three years ago when they, when they redid the sound and stuff, I mean, I, you know, I mean, before it shut down, there were, there were great sounding shows there, you know. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed playing there, you know. Um, it was good, you know, so yeah. – I want to keep these bars open, you know. Um, there's a chat group. So we started a chat group uh, just just as we're sitting here um, trying to trying to see what they can do for local bars. I know there's, like, Save Our Stages. 
um, that's going on, um, you know, across the country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that, that's, as this thing stretches on, it's going to get worse and worse. And, mm-hmm. you know, like out in England, um, their, their national government, um, and their England's like the size of, you know, the, the UK, like the size of New York state. And, uh, they gave their arts a uh, billion dollars to hold over those clubs and keep those clubs going and keep those clubs alive, you know? And, uh, you know, it's going to be a boring place if uh, if the COVID wipes out all our, our, our good clubs and places to go. I mean, you're, you know, I don't want to be stuck in the house all forever. You know? I know. We were just so we talking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, okay. you go. Uh, we were just talking about this event come Friday. Um, I think it's in Niagara Falls. Um, no, it's not in Niagara Falls. It's at Niagara Square. I knew it was Niagara something. Um, it's party in protest or something like that. Um, And we were just talking about how we don't really think that that is the answer to um, keeping the small bars open um, because it puts so many people at risk and it's not really being responsible. What are your thoughts on the idea of going to party in protest? No, I think, you know, I think we should still be respectful that we're in, we're in a COVID situation. I think social distancing is important. You know, I think the best way to do it is uh, do takeout uh, at the restaurants that are serving food. Um, you know, I know, I know early in the, in the process, uh, Nietzsche's was selling t-shirts, Amps was selling t-shirts. You know, if there's other fundraising idea, uh, activities you can do, you know, if, if stamps in these bars could open up and maybe do like a, a live, uh, a live streaming series that, 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 you know, that uh, you can pay into. I know Jesse Mallon, like out in New York, uh, he was a Bowery ballroom and stuff, and he's been doing a, he's been doing a ton of shows trying to keep money flowing in those places. Um, so you know, Buffalo started doing something like that. I mean, I think you could set up you know shows where you know where where you live stream it, mm-hmm. uh, sort of fee to help keep the bars open and 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 stuff. And I think that's going to be important. But I don't think that thing is is, is going to be the answer. I mean, you know, our governor is going to do what he's going to do. Um, you know, and and it's the reality. You know, it's just that. that you know, even even if it goes back to, you know, uh, sitting at a table is not really high energy show, man. I just I just three four people at a table sitting six feet from the next person. You know, we went to go see Tommy Stinson uh, in a tent at the uh, um, uh, in the park in Delaware Park uh, back in the summer, and uh, it was a weird feeling. You know, you, you I saw friends like from across the room, and all I could do was wave, and I'm like, hey, how you doing over there? You know? <laughs> Yeah. But in the past, you'd run over to them and give a hug, and you'd be like, hey, how you doing? You know, and say, yeah, it's been a long time since. It's like, this is ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, if that's the situation we got to live in, we got we to gotta do whatever we can to get this thing down so we can go back to hugging people and going back to not ready for that yet. I mean, I don't want to see more people get sick. Yeah. Um, just let's, let's see if uh, we can keep it alive some other way. That's what I think. Yeah. I think that your point about using live streams at the local venues mm-hmm. is a really good it's a really good option. Um the technology is there, the people wanting it is there. And right. um the venues, from what I'm understanding, are throwing the uh the possibility around. Um so with any luck we'll be seeing more and more of that sooner than later. I had actually brought it up to Greg Bird about doing that at Stamps and, and if Stamps would be open to doing something like that. And he said, yeah, for, the for you know, we, we'd certainly be open to the possibility. So, uh, you know, maybe that's something if, if you bands want to get out there and get these, uh, you know, venues some help and you want to do a live stream from there and, and have their sound guy do it, you pay their sound guy, you pay them for the rent and uh, maybe have people donate, whatever. Uh, that's something that that uh, can be done. Yeah, details can be worked out. Yeah, 
I think uh, during, I don't know if you guys tune in the music is art, but that's that's what they were doing there. They they live stream from a bunch of local venues. I know like Big Horde Sheep played at Good Bar, um, and they had the live stream equipment all set up there and stuff. So I mean, they can definitely be done. It can be done well. You know, I think uh, that's you know as as we go into the winter here, we're gonna have to do something because these, these bars. I mean, they they got rent and bills to pay themselves. You know, we mm-hmm. gotta open. You know, yeah. so. So, one of these days it'll be over. Yeah. <laughs> one of these days. Hopefully, hopefully soon, hopefully. So I have to write another 20 or 34 songs. I don't know how many songs I got left in me. <laughs> <laughs> so what song are we going to play? Uh, we got this. Uh, we pay, He sent us three songs, which is great. We appreciate that. I picked uh, Left for Dead because it was the longest one. So... <laughs> Out of the, out of yeah, the I've been writing uh, the, the songs I got the latest batch are a lot shorter. I've been got, going through like kind of hardcore phase and, and kind of writing shorter songs. You know, I, I realized like, you know, when you listen to early Black Flag and stuff, they'll have like, you know, they'll do three verse choruses, a bridge and everything else. And you look at the song, it's like 90 seconds. Like, wow, how they do that? You know, verse, chorus, bridge, solo, you know, three of them and then out. And you're like, wow, you know, <laughs> kind of what I've been kind of doing. But I, I do, we, the, those are the three shorter songs. I do have longer songs, but, but, we're uh, working on the production for those. So as soon as they're done, you'll, you'll get them. Cool. cool. Thank you. Yeah. So um, even though Laura, our uh, most loyal non-fan, um, <laughs> says no song, keep Angel, we're going to have to go to a song. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. <laughs> what else did she say? Oh, oh, she's been, she, she, said, been... she said Angel's smile is amazing. Uh, she's also said that your she said that uh, your beard is better than mine, and that you should replace me, and that you look like a fun guy. So. Wow! Holy smokes! No one caused any controversy here. Hold on, yeah. Angel. We appreciate you coming on the show. We appreciate the no, new music. We appreciate me. the update, man. So uh, thanks a lot for coming thank on. You. And we'll, we'll talk to yeah, you again we'll soon. Keep sure. when something new happens. Take care, guys. You, you too, too, man. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Later. All right, so that was Angel from uh, Knuton from Super Tugger and, uh, you know, probably any other band you can think of, really. The Card Cheats. Uh, The Card Cheats, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And this is a new song from Super Tugger. It's called Left for Dead on all WNY. Think so, Joe Show. I never expected it to turn out like this Guns and knives, broken bottles and fists Protesters beating the fence Riot cops and anarchists And now we're left dead Never 
Super Tugger on all WNY. I think so. Joe's show, new song called Left for Dead. That was awesome. Yes, it was. Super relevant for the times. Yes. All right, and uh, and we just had Angel on before the break. Yes. Uh, great interview there, and that's uh, that's been his second time since lockdown being on. He called in the last time. That's right. Or we called him anyway. Uh, but we had him on the last time uh, by phone, and um, so. Uh, but it's always great to talk to Angel. Angel's Angel is like the person I aspire to be. <laughs> I, and 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 I tell you, like I I didn't like I was Facebook friends with him for a while. I didn't really meet him uh, until we did the uh, the Knutin, uh and living brain dead together on the mm-hmm. uh, 96 bitter beings show. Yeah. And Angel um at the end of the night the rest of the band like Brian wasn't feeling well so he left and everybody else was gone so you and I had to get an Uber home. Mm-hmm. We got an Uber XL cuz I had gear to bring out still. And Angel's over there just like loading my gear into the yeah. Uber for, just without you know not even you know asking or anything just like like you need help here you go. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like just jumps right in and helps and uh you know like I I didn't know the dude before then, really. <laughs> you know, like I knew him from Facebook, and I, I knew he was in Canuton, and uh, I know you knew him, mm-hmm. uh, and you, you know, that's basically my introduction. Was here, <laughs> let me let me load this into Uber for you guys. Yeah, the the Uber driver was trying to do it for you. Yeah, the Uber and driver was failing. He has miserably. obviously never done a truck pack. Yeah, he was failing miserably at that. So, yeah. so Angel's like, let me get this. Yeah, <laughs> Angel's on Facebook right now in the chat. If you want to chat with him, Laura. I yeah, got, Laura, go I to got, Facebook. I've been playing with a pen through the whole thing, and I got you ink got all ink over all my... over you. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the pen on the table now. Uh, which gonna... pen was it? It was this pen. Can I play with it? Sure. Why okay. not? Thanks. <laughs> um. So, while we're on the punk rock note, sure. Let's talk about our um, community loss. And this isn't a Buffalo community loss. This is a punk community loss. Um, I don't know how to say his last name, but Alec, the bass player from Leftover Crack, passed away yesterday. And I don't know the details. I don't know um, if it was suicide. I don't know if it was substance abuse. I don't know um, what happened. But, um, you know, we've, we've definitely lost an active and important member of the punk community. And... um it's just a reminder, you guys, to stay stay with each other and uh, check on each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these are these are times when we, we do have to worry about each other as well as ourselves. So um, if you haven't heard from a friend in a while or if you, um, you're just thinking about somebody, I, I urge you to reach out to them. Absolutely. I had a friend the other day posted on Facebook. He tagged me and my cousin and a couple other people. He said, guys, you need to promise me that before I die, we go see Metallica together again. I saw that. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Because he was my introduction to Metallica. He's the guy that got me into heavy music and, and you know, loud rock music. And, yeah. Uh, you know, got me into going to concerts and stuff like that. So, like, I'd be a completely different person without this guy. So, yeah, hell yeah, we're going to go see Metallica. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck if we have seats or anything. Like, yeah. let's let's go. Let's do this. Like, I don't like having seats at Metallica shows, but I, yeah. will, I will fucking be down for that. Um, but, yeah, uh, absolutely, you know, check on your friends and help them out. And I, I was on Twitter the other day, and somebody I follow, I, I don't know who, I, it's nobody I know personally, mm. you know what I mean? But, um she posted, I'm on my way to the hospital. I just got off the phone with the, with the, uh, 
suicide prevention line. Mm-hmm. And it was this number right here that she uh, she posted the number, 1-800-273-8255. That's suicide prevention, mm-hmm. 1-800-273-8255. Uh, and she, uh, she, she uh, basically, you know, said, thank God they were here to help. I'm on the way to the hospital. I'll be okay. Yeah. And it was nobody I knew. And I, I thought about, like, reaching out and saying, hey, you know, like, I hope you're okay. But I, again, it was nobody I knew, so I don't know how much good that would have done. Right. Um, or if it would have come off, come across creepy because it was a female. I don't think it so would. I, I mean, you know. I don't think that would come across creepy. I think it would be more like out of nowhere, like, who who is this dude? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but that's Suicide Prevention Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Uh, in Buffalo, the crisis hotline is 716-834-3131, 716-834-3131. Uh, if you have drug problems, you need substance abuse hotline. The national helpline is 1-800-662-4357. That's 1-800-662-4357. That's the substance abuse national helpline. And if you are, uh, as we were talking with Angel before the break about mm-hmm. venues and their the effect of COVID on venues and their uh, their money or you know their, their financial situations or whatever, if you're having trouble mm-hmm. uh, personally with your financial situation because of COVID or any other difficulties getting de- dealing with to these changes, dealing with the changes through COVID, the COVID hotline is one eight four four eight six three nine three one four. That's one. 844-863-9314. I should uh, make a graphic for this. For that would be cool. Something. So while we're talking about it, we could have it up on screen. Yeah. Um, it's really important right now for you guys to remember that, you know, everybody is struggling and that's normal. Yeah. Um, this isn't supposed to be easy. There's nothing. There's no stability. There's no, I don't know. Um, this is hard for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And there is help for you guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, Barbara, for watching and having a watch party to check out uh, oh. Angel's interview and the uh, the Super Tugger song there. We appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, also, that book club, again, the first meeting, he said, is the 19th next Thursday. The 19th was for technical uh, issues. For te- to, ch- to, to test out the technical Yeah. And then uh, December 3rd, he said. December 3rd, the first meeting. So mm-hmm. uh, that's something to check out. Yeah, that's going to be really cool. I can't wait to see what books they come up with. I recommend Weird Al the book. I have it on the <laughs> shelf over here. Anyway, um, I just found out I'm getting my Weird Al coffee table book, finally. That's not I was as exciting to, it, to me as it is to you. I was supposed to have it last month, and, and it's finally it's finally about to show up. Amazon texted me or messaged me yesterday saying, hey, it's on the way. Like, <laughs> it's about damn time. Did I? It's I don't late. think I told you this. I wanted a playback of the presidential debate, the last presidential debate. And I woke up in the morning and instead of play, saying, <clears throat> Google, uh, play Crack Rock Steady like I do every morning, mm-hmm. I said, Google, play the presidential election or the presidential debate. And it started playing some horrible political farce of a song by Weird Al. That doesn't sound like something Weird Al would do. No, it was great, but like I turned it right off because I don't like Weird Al. No, but I, I it couldn't. It, have... No, it was. Um, it I don't think it was like personally political to anybody, but it was just like making fun of politics. Okay, that yeah still doesn't sound like something Weird Al would do. But well, 
ask Google to play it sometime. Sure. And maybe you'll get the treasure that I found. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it might have been like one of his YouTube comedy sketch things. I don't know. It might have been. It yeah. might have been. I, I don't. Uh, I can't think of any songs that would fit that description. Yeah, I don't. I don't know his catalog too well. But I am super excited to be getting this coffee table book. It's uh, uh, just uh, John Bermuda Schwartz, the drummer for Weird Al Yankovic, just has this massive archive of photos from over the years, and he's now put it out in a coffee table book. Uh, I can't think of the name of it off the top Mm -hmm. of my head, uh, but I am finally getting it this week, so I'm excited about that. I'll find out for you guys in a second. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, I'm excited about that because that's, you know, they've been together since the early 80s at the latest. Uh, You know, maybe maybe even late 70s. so that's, you know, 40 years worth of uh, pictures and, that's pretty and cool. uh, stuff. So that's really cool to um, uh, be able to uh, just type in weird here and I'll get you the name. Uh, black and white and weird all over the lost <laughs> photographs of Weird Al Yankovic, 83 to 86. Uh, the lost photographs of Weird Al Yankovic, 83, 86, uh, which was compiled by John Bermuda Schwartz and uh, just looks to be. Just a fantastic uh, look at the history. And you got to figure, you know, Weird Al's not just a audio parody guy. He's done a lot of uh, video stuff and a lot of costumes over the years. Mm-hmm. This is going to be uh, really interesting to see uh, the, these uh, photos. Yeah. That have been lo- kind of uh, lost to time and, and stuck in, uh, J- you know, John Schwartz's garage. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to that, and hopefully, uh, you know, that should be here soon. Order details. Yeah. It'll tell me when it'll get here. How is it shipping? Uh, it's arriving November 19th, and I believe it's Amazon shipping it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't have a... It told me yesterday... Oh, no, you know what? It hasn't shipped yet. Mm. Uh, they told me when I was getting it, which will be the 19th, mm. uh, which is weird because it was supposed to be here back in October. <laughs> What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Just wait for it, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, very interesting, and I, I really enjoyed Weird Al the book, which is on the shelf next to you there. <laughs> uh, in fact, Brian borrowed that for a uh, substantial amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got it back from him, so. Um, Laura Moore would like to wish you a happy 15 weeks late happy birthday. She hopes you had a great day. Thank you, Laura. It was a lovely day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. But I had uh, I had talked briefly about uh, maybe doing live shows, live streams from mm-hmm. Stamps. Uh, nobody there except for Essential Crew. Right, right, right. Uh, so your sound guy's there, and you've got your band there, and, like, whoever's running the video. Yeah. And, and that's it, because the sound guy there is running the lights. Yep. So I think most of the lights are on like auto. I'm pretty sure they're all on auto. I, um, I think that, I mean, there's got to be some amount of control, but I've never gotten to go back in the booth and yeah. look at it. Well, anyway, but, uh, but basically, yeah, you pay your sound guy, you rent out the venue and you can do a live stream from there. Uh, and that would be very helpful to the venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in a position to do that, if you're in a band and you want to do that and, uh, you know, if, if maybe you're in a band and you've got fans who really miss stamps as much as uh, I do and you right, do, I'm sure. Right. 
uh, and Angel mentioned he does, um, you know, then maybe you could uh, do this live stream and get people to donate as you're live streaming. Yeah. And uh, help the venue. And, and, and other venues can probably do this too. Yeah. Uh, Stamps, I know, will is open to doing so. Uh, and, and it would be uh, great for them to be able to get some of this money uh, to help pay bills and rent and everything that they're, you know, because obviously they're not making money off the bar. They're right. not making money off of live shows. and They don't have food. They don't have food. Um, so, you know, it'd be great to kind of a great way to kind of help out uh, local venues. So if you're in a band and that's something that interests you, uh, hit up me, hit up Greg Burt. I'll, you know, if you hit up me, I'll uh, contact Greg and we'll yeah. try and get you in and I can you know, do a multi-camera kind of setup like we did for uh, stream live anywhere, watch live anywhere, whatever. whatever that was fu- really fun. Whatever the fuck I called that. And, uh, you know, I could come out with my laptop and we can uh, maybe run run uh, the soundboard into the laptop and mm-hmm. uh, just kind of give you guys uh, just a little bit more of a better live stream experience than we, you would get just from having a static camera yeah. somewhere. Yeah, instead of um, just micing the uh, room. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that didn't work out so well. <laughs> that's, that, that's what this thing's for right here. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's, that's, what that, that's partly what that's for. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so you have some, some band activity tomorrow. Uh, well, band practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's better than nothing. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've been, uh, also working on new music. Yeah. Uh, just kind of, uh, you know, we don't have 20 songs written or anything. I know. Like, that's like, insane. I, I, I hear Angel come on like, yeah, we, I got 20 songs written and who, who do we have last week? They also said they had like 20 songs written and they, who was it? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember either. Brain fart. Yeah. We're, we're, we're both. Uh, kinda. I can't. Re- I I have the memory of a goldfish. We'll we'll just go to seven one six bands dot com and. I'm gonna kick myself in the head. Me too, because I, I well not you. I'm gonna kick. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna kick you in the head. Pissing match. We had pissing, pissing match. match. On we had last Joe. Week. Yeah, we well we had we, two of them. Oh, Joe and Aaron. Yeah, we had two members of pissing match on last week, and they they were writing a shit ton of music, and yeah. and now we had. Uh, Angel, and he's like, yeah, I just wrote like 20 songs, and we're just like, yeah, we got three new songs. <laughs> three songs, yay. Which, which is still pretty good, considering that we've been playing the same eight songs over and over and over again and padding out our set list with some uh, also, Silence the Cynic stuff. And... Also considering you guys have only really been together for a year, yeah. and Angel's talking about being with his band for like, like six, six years. years yeah. You know, they have a groove down. They have a formula. Sure. <laughs> We kind of have two separate ways of, of uh, writing. Uh, one is, um, you know, ba- one is basically Brian says, here's a song. And then we all learn the song. And, and then the, <laughs> and the other way is uh, I'll come in like, here's a riff and we'll all write to the riff. <laughs> Brian will pat out the riff <laughs> and tell John how to play the, no, it's, no, it's seriously. So, no. so what you're saying is Brian writes the music. Brian is definitely, I, I, <laughs> I am definitely glad to be in a band with Brian because he definitely has uh, very, uh, he's very ambitious about writing. Right. So, you know, he'll send us, he'll send us fully complete songs Mm -hmm. and just, you know, okay, here's, here's how I'm playing this. And then I'll, you know, go and play it the way that I'm able to play it (laughs) Uh, because I am, you know, even though Brian's my bass player and I'm the guitar player, I am nowhere near as good of a guitar player as Brian. (laughs) 
Uh, but it's punk rock, so it's not usually too 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 difficult to. Uh, it's only as difficult as you make it. It's not it's not too difficult to kind of adapt to my style of playing, uh, you know. And and then I'll come in with a riff and be like, okay, where do we go from here? And then we all kind of work together on it. So, uh, it's been great writing with this band because it's just like, all right, you know, I'm. I'm not great at the creative stuff. I'll sit here and I'll listen to punk rock all day and be like, you know what? I can do something similar to that. Yeah. And, and and come up with something similar enough, but different enough. And then we've got this one song that's just a knock on, uh, you know, it, it's just two songs mashed up together um, from other bands from uh, one other genre, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, um, and then they kind of came together and sounded like a band from the genre we play in. So <laughs> works out. Um, but, the, you know, it, it's been a lot of fun to kind of get in and write songs and actually just be back with the guys in general and, you know, yeah. starting, you know, starting uh, band practice off with kind of therapy sessions a little yeah. bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, being able to, uh, you know, be like, okay, how about if we do this to, to uh, be able to do this other stuff, you know? So we, you know, what if we bought a mixer to make the sound better if we do live streams? And then we can also use it to record demos and stuff. And and so that's, you know, that's 650 bucks right here. <laughs> um, well spent. Yeah, definitely uh, well worth it. And, and, and what's cool is uh, I ordered that uh, for payments two days before I paid off this guy. Oh. So the, ro- the roadcasters paid off. That's great. We've had it for almost a year now. It'll be a year, <laughs> uh, the week of Thanksgiving. Really? I ordered it uh, the night, uh, the morning of Thanksgiving. Wow. Last year, because when I got home uh, from Tudor Lounge, mm-hmm. Laura's been redrafted to Twitch. Um, <laughs> when we got home on uh, Thanksgiving, from the Thanksgiving Eve show at Tudor last year, I went to work and couldn't work. Mm-hmm. My board was shot. So I had to order a new board, and I already was looking at this because of I all remember the, you were looking at it. all the great podcasting features it has. <laughs> you know, not to, not to be a shill for Road. You know, yeah, not, not that not, not to be a shill for Road. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, we I was like, I need to buy this. I, I'm I need a new board that's got features that will be very helpful for podcasting. I'm gonna buy this board, so I ordered that and I. Put it on 12 payments, just paid the last payment last week. Mm. So outright own it now. That's great. And now I'm paying off this board. Um, <laughs> Is that another 12 months? That's another 12 months. The, we're almost done paying for the microphones, <laughs> uh, which we, we uh, I bought like three microphones at once. And that's the only reason I paid it on payments. Yeah. Was because it was like, you know what? It, do, it, it I could buy one of these outright, but I need three. Yeah. So I'm just going to put them on payments. Yeah. Make it easier on myself. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm paying off my Zounds accounts <laughs> uh, and getting caught up on things and just buying new things as I go along, you know. It's pretty good for your credit, though. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, it's not. They don't report. Oh, well, yeah. fuck that. Well, so, like, the, like Zounds, their whole thing is, we're musicians, we're broke, we know. Okay. So, they're like, we want to help you guys out. We'll issue credit to basically anybody. Um. And it, but it's you know it's not it's not like a traditional line of credit. Uh, you're not paying interest on it or anything. You just you make your payments. You're good. So uh, that's pretty cool. Laura has a new name for the show, the Karina Show, sponsored by Karina's Cookies with Jay. 
Oh, we forgot to talk about Karina's. I cookies. don't even get a full name. I get, I get, I get an initial. I am wearing Dad's shoes. <laughs> she is. She's wearing my shoes. I don't know why she's wearing my shoes, but she's wearing my shoes. They were there. Karina just comes in here and just <laughs> everything in here becomes Karina's. I'm sitting here a couple of nights ago. I'm just hanging out. I'm doing nothing of note. Karina comes in. Hey, can I sit with you? Yeah, cool. She comes in. She sits down. She's like, where's the bag of treats? And takes my Halloween candy. <laughs> I did. She ate all my uh, fun dip. Ate my nerds. I ate everything good. She ate everything everything good. Now there's like a couple of bags of pretzels in there. And then I dipped some pretzels in chocolate for you. You did. And I even gave you your own bowl with a lid so that I wouldn't eat them all. And I and you have not eaten any of them. And then you were like, give me that. And I'm like, no, these are mine. I do have my own bowl in you the do. kitchen. You do. It's a bigger bowl than yours. I know. <laughs> so Karina comes in here, eats all the fun dip, and then gets up and leaves. And there's just fun dip all like all over the chair. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? You know, I, just... I should just pour it in my mouth instead of using the lick stick. Like, like, you ate all my fun dip, and then you got it all over the place. Like I was leaving you leftovers. <laughs> you could have licked the chair. It would have been fine. No one would have seen it. No one would know but you. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, the Thing So Joe show is unofficially sponsored by Karina's Cookies. Yes, it is. And we are currently having a contest. Yes, we are. There will be posted on the Karina's Cookies page and the Think So Joe page. Um a little flyer about what we're doing with details and such. Um, like our pages and like that post, and you are entered to win a treat bag from Karina's Cookies. And yes, Kevin, Fun Dip is just kitty cocaine, Laura's, and I love it. Laura says you should get all the good stuff, and I can live off bread. I'll toast it for you. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God, I'll put can the we- bread in the waffle maker and make you Snoopy-shaped bread. <laughs> can we get raisin bread at least? That like cinnamon raisin bread? Can we do that? No. No? It's just got to be plain bread? Plain white bread. That sucks. It can be toasted. It still sucks. I'll give you some peanut butter. I know you don't like peanut butter. That's why I offered you peanut butter. Can't uh, I can't eat peanut butter and then work. You can eat peanut butter and then chug a Pepsi and then work. Yeah, but then I'll still sound like... And, like, nobody wants that. You have a string on your hat. Come here. Oh, I think it's attached. It's attached. Give me a lighter. I'll fix no. it. Give me. I, a- I almost burned down the fucking house yesterday. Oh. Yeah, I didn't tell you this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I went to the bathroom and I lit a match because you're always telling me to light a match. Your shit is foul. <laughs> so we we and we have uh, incense matches. Yeah, yeah, they're so really you light, cool. You light them. You set them in the ashtray. You let them burn. Well, I go back into the bathroom later on in the night, and there's this big burn mark on the paper towels that are right under where it was. Oh, my God. So I just, like, pulled out, like, nine sheets of paper towels until I saw there was no more burn mark and, like, ripped it off and threw it in the garbage here. Oh. Uh, kind of hide it. Like You're a, trying to hide it from me. I almost burnt down the house. Well, I checked the fire alarm Batteries. You did. You did, and they and were, I made yes. sure to ask you to get a nine volt battery for There's the one. There is one over here somewhere. So. Oh well, that's not helping us. And whether whether or not that uh, thing works, because it's been here since before I moved in. I don't. That's another story. I mean, we have one that works. Well, yeah, but that's like near the bedroom. That's not going to save the boys. 
Well, I mean, if it would if if those paper towels would have caught on fire, that would have gone off, and we would have known. And that would have been horrible. It would have been horrible. I would have woken up. You would have. I would have been so grumpy. You would have been. Yes. Oh my gosh! If there was a fire, I have thought about this my whole life. If there was a fire, like what would you grab? Blah blah blah. I would have grabbed my cats. Well, I only had like two or three cats. We have right. seven, and five of them let us like touch them. <laughs> so, what would happen to our? Okay, this is the stuff nightmares are made out of. I'm not gonna go there. What would happen to the cats? Like, squirrel would hide under the bed. We wouldn't be able to find her. Reese would try to fucking kill me. Um, Whisper would be like, fuck you, I'm out. You know, like. Well, I mean, fortunately, it didn't, it didn't like catch on fire. It burnt through like three or four layers. (laughs) So you just got this big brown burn mark right on the top one. And then just, it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller (laughs) as you go down. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I like grabbed what looked to be like a piece of the match and it was just dust like ash <laughs> it's like oh I'm like okay well karina doesn't need to know about this yeah now, now <laughs> karina knows yeah well <laughs> oh well so speaking of the cats this is for jasmine speaking of the cats oh we only have a minute i'll tell this after we play sarah elizabeth okay well you so got speaking to- of sarah elizabeth what news network was it? Was it Channel 4? I believe it was Channel 4. Um, she just did an interview with one of the local news networks about um, what it's like to be a local musician right now. Um, uh, no, it was, uh, it was WKBW. It was Channel oh. 7, ABC oh. here. Um, I didn't listen to the whole interview, but I did uh, you know, scroll through there a little bit. Um, this girl does so much for our community. Oh, absolutely. Like... If you're at all successful in the Buffalo music scene, you probably owe at least a little bit of it to Sarah Elizabeth. Um, she does so much work with Music is Art. Um, she, the music industry nights, um, the music industry alliance and um, songwriting peer groups. You know, she uh, she does a lot. I I, she's another one. Like, I don't know how you have enough time and energy to do everything that you're doing. Um, but keep doing it. Thank you. Keep talking. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm reading what you're writing. She, she said it on Twitch. It still counts. Oh, because Laura said music. And and, and I hit the YouTube button to say she, uh, to tell people to drink. Anyway, Sarah Elizabeth, the song's called The Strangest Bunch. On all WNY, Think So Cho Show. Oh, 
on all WNY Think So Joe show, a song called The Strangest Bunch. And that's about the Buffalo music scene. It is, it is. And uh, it's it's applicable. Yes, it is. Yeah, so before the song break, we I was going to tell a story about the cats. And I don't know if it's going to be as funny to you guys as it is to me. Because I have the visuals. But Tigger was sleeping in front of the mantle on a chair. 
And Snowball was freaking out for some reason. He was running away. And he went to jump up on the mantle. And he totally missed. And he just jumped on Tigger. And Tigger woke up from a sound sleep. They both ran away. What happened? It was great. Jasmine, you should have seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. So now what's this about Imodium? Oh, my God. Okay. So my tummy is a little upset today. Um, I've been spending a lot of time in the bathroom. And I was like, I know I have some Imodium somewhere. I have to take Imodium before the show. I have to. I'm going to die. And so I opened the Imodium, and I saw the expiration date was in 3-2014. So it worked mostly. Mostly. <laughs> what are you doing? There's a spot. You got to clean your screens. I was uh, I was trying to position myself on the camera so that it looked like I had a beauty mark on the <laughs> on, like you on did my with screen, me. like you did, like you did. You're like, yo, you got to clean. No, your that screen. was where I like normally sit, <laughs> and there just happened to be a smudge that looked like a beauty mark. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it wasn't beautiful. It wasn't a. It wasn't beautiful. We've got fake Brian Muller in the chat. Oh. Answer my text. You didn't send me a text. <laughs> What do I got? I got, geez, I got uh, tweets and I got emails and I got emails and I got uh, work and I've got more emails and got some mega death going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, you got a cat story? Uh, No. Oh, my God. I got a picture of Joe sleeping. And he's sleeping next to my Willie, which sounds way funnier than it is. <laughs> Willie is a stuffed dog that I've had since my first Christmas. Yep. Um, and I still sleep with her, and I'm 36 years old, and I know that is insane, and I don't even care. Um, <laughs> but he's he's got Willie next to him, and then like curled up right like against him is Reese. She's just like this guy does not get any personal space. Nope. And I took a picture, even though it's kind of creepy to take a picture of people when they're sleeping. <laughs> Jeez, you want you want to talk about no uh, no personal space? You should have seen last night me trying to sleep. Yeah, you're right, like <laughs> in the middle of the bed, like more towards my side of the bed. I wonder why. <laughs> and 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 then Reese's like trying to get up on me. So I'm laying on the edge of the bed. I've got one <laughs> arm around you. Reese's laying on my chest. I'm trying to watch like The Simpsons, the Simpsons. or King of the Hill or whatever. <coughs> and I'm not tired at all. And it's like five in the morning. Yep. And then the uh, then like Disney Plus and Hulu both start cutting out on me. Yeah, I noticed that. So I'm like, what the fuck? Six o'clock in the morning. I'm up here. I mean, I'm in the studio. I'm unplugging shit, trying to get the fucking modem restarted and. Like, still not working, so I was just like, oh, fuck it. And I just put on music on my phone and went to sleep. Yeah, yeah. And by that time, I think I was awake. Yeah. So it was all good for me. No, it's not still on the air. King, it's on Hulu. King of the Hill isn't on the air, is it? No, it's on Hulu. You know, Hulu, that, that subscription service that... Netflix, the price of Netflix is going up, yes, guys. I'm, I, yes. I just saw that when I was um, right before the show. Yep. Yeah. 
you got to already pay for so many other things if you want to watch everything you want to watch. You know, yeah. what I mean? so like you got to pay for Disney Plus if you want to watch The Simpsons. You got to play for pay for Hulu if you want to watch uh, Animaniacs in uh, <laughs> nine days. Oh my god! We're nine days away from new Animaniacs. Then you got to buy H. You got to pay for HBO Max if you want to watch Tiny Toons when that comes back. So you got to pay for all that, these. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I've already got HBO Max. The only problem is. You can't get HBO Max on Roku, and you can't get it on uh, Amazon Fire. What's um, the point? So you got to watch it on a computer or on your phone or something. That's stupid. Yeah. Um, Don't forget you have to have Apple TV so you can watch Snoopy. We have Apple TV so you can watch Snoopy. Yeah. You were in such a bad mood that day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, like, I was close to calling that crisis hotline. I was having such a bad day. Uh, my bipolar was off the charts and like something really stupid triggered me and uh, like I fixated and like fought with everybody and oh my God, it was awful. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Look at his face. And then she, then like she goes to lay down. She's like, can we watch Snoopy? <laughs> I said, uh, sure. So I signed up for Apple TV <laughs> and we watched it's, it's the, uh, the great pumpkin. Yeah. It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. And I don't think that I made it through the whole thing. I don't think you did either. But I fell asleep with a smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like um, my sister diagnosed me in like high school as bipolar. She's like, I was in a bad mood. And she's like, Karina, do you want some bubble gum? And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. She's like, you're so fucking bipolar. And it turned out she was right. <laughs> um, but Snoopy and bubblegum will snap me out of it almost every time. Good to know. <laughs> These are the keys to surviving with Karina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Snoopy. And 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 uh, like I'm I'm at least fortunate enough where I have uh, Linus and Lucy the Peanuts theme song mm -hmm. on my phone and on vinyl. Yeah, so I yes. I'm safe. Yep. <laughs> and then my every few hours my alarm goes off for my medication, and that's the Linus and Lucy song too. So it's like. I'm really happy because Linus, the Snoopy song is playing. But then I'm really, like, pissed off because it's time to take my medicine. So I, I like, get to bed at, like, 4 or 5 o'clock in yep. the morning after work and whatever. So I, I'll come to bed, and it's like, well, it's, like, 4 in the morning. Her alarm's going to go off in less than an hour. I might as well just watch TV. <laughs> so I'll be sitting there. I'll be watching an old episode of The Simpsons, or I'll be watching something else, and... and like I'll I'll be like watching the show and then all of a sudden do 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 <laughs> and like there's a lot of times where you will just let it play because it makes you so happy. So I can't tell you to like turn this turn it off. I'm trying to watch TV, but I also can't hear the TV. Yeah. Of course, I watch with captions on in the room now because like, you know, I'll I'll put it on like volume eight and you'll be like turn it down. <laughs> be like I can't hear it, but okay, I'll turn it down. It depends on what you have on. Yeah. Laura wants to know why you're not watching a new episode of The Simpsons. Because the new episodes suck. The one That's the other day answer. was just fucking stupid. I, like, what I don't was even, it? I don't even remember most of it. It was Homer was trying to avoid having an affair with Marge or something. Or, uh, affair uh, on Marge. Behind Marge's back. You know what I mean. It was just like. They, geez, they've already done that. Like another one of these? <laughs> What's next? Another episode about Moe's bar rag? What the <laughs> fuck? Anyway. 
Well, I've been watching uh, season one, season two Simpsons the last couple of days because I watched the movie. Oh. I was like, you know what? I don't feel like watching an episode. Let me put on the movie. And I think I fell asleep. Like I fell asleep like right when they got out of the dome. Like as they're, as Homer like explained, I want to go to Alaska. Yeah. I fell asleep and I woke up and it was like, the movie was over and it's on the screen. Like, do you want to watch the show now? <laughs> yeah, I do want to watch the show. And I just thought it would like pick up wherever I had Where left, left off. off. Right. And so I hit play. And it was uh, Simpsons roasting on an uh, open fire. The original uh, not a monkey. It's a see no evil monkey. Uh, anyway, um, he can still smell evil. Yeah, but anyway, so um, but yeah, so I I was like, all right, fuck it. I guess I'm watching season one now. And then I got done with season one, and it's like, are you still watching? It's like play. And then I got like halfway through the first episode of season two, and that's when the fucking thing started acting up. That's a and I'm bitch. like, God damn it! Like, I don't want to get up, but I'm not sleeping, so it's not like I can't get up. But like, I was sleeping on you, right? So I'm trying not to bother you, <laughs> but you're also, uh, you know, uh, like, you know, right next to me while I'm cursing out the fucking technology. Yeah, like, I heard what was going on. I, <laughs> I knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. I was just sleeping through it. Yeah. My eyes were closed. Congratulations. You've received 100 messages today with Restream t- restream Chat. Thank you, everyone, for your cool. messages. They, 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 we just got a badge. Yeah, we did. Thank you for interacting with us. We appreciate it. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was, that was you know, basically uh, my night. I couldn't sleep, and I'm just like, I'm going to watch TV. And then I couldn't watch TV, so I'm like, fuck. Maybe you couldn't sleep because you slept all day. Probably. That's like a huge factor in how that works. Is that James Ellsworth? <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway. I can't uh, see. I know you can't. I'm going to talk to the doctor about that tomorrow. I'm pretty sure that's James Ellsworth. Oh, she's on Twitch sending all these emojis. What's in. that one? I don't oh. know what that one is. I can't tell. That Laura, one's Santa Claus and a present. Laura, we need a key Merry to Christmas, emojis. Jasmine. She's not mad about it anymore. I know, I know. In fact, I think she's on board. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know why she's so, like, uh, hyped up about Christmas when Halloween's just around the corner. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. You're evil. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing. She was like, uh, she was like, okay, now it's it's Halloween, or it's uh, Christmas season. I'm like, it's only 344 days until Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> but, 300 and how many? Well, it, it's, it was 364 at the time. I don't know how many days it is now. Okay. I don't know. You Numbers Google. are hard. You have Google. Ask it. Hey, Google, how long until Halloween? Halloween in the United States of America is in 354 days. 354 days. Why did it have to say specifically in the United States of America? Is there another Halloween? I, I know, know there's holidays around Halloween. I don't know. It's best not to know. It's best it's not to best ask. best not to know. Hey, Google, what do you mean? It doesn't understand. You know, Alexa calls me Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. But, you know, the other day I was on, uh, you know, I was I was uh, trying to get Google to play um, Over and Out. Mm. One of our great, oh, yeah, yeah. One of our great local bands here that we absolutely love. Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, really miss because we can't see them right now. They obviously. put on a hell of a show. They do. Um, so I'm like, you know what? We're sitting there. We're not doing anything. The, the, the Google machines are acting up. So I'm just like, you know what? Play over and out. 
and it starts playing some uh, techno bullshit. Yeah, I, I believe it was dubstep, not uh, just techno. Sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, so then I go, okay, uh, play the band over and out. And then, it, you know, it keeps playing the whatever the fuck it was. And then I'm like, okay, play Fear, Love, Anxiety by over and out. And it starts playing. It's like, okay, Adam's song by Blink-182. <laughs> Like, uh, no, that's, I, I like that song, but that's not what I asked. That's a great mistake. So I said, uh, no, that's a different band. Uh, so I said, um, play Fear, Love, and Anxiety by Over and Out. And it, it played one Over and Out song, and that was it. It was done. It was, it was like it was over it. So I posted this whole thing on Spotify and tagged Rob, just like, I'm trying. Like, I asked him to play uh, <laughs> I Drink, Therefore I Am by City Powered Radio, and it played something completely different. And it's just like, uh, well, Rob, I tried. The artificial intelligence has not been cooperative in the lockdown. So I finally said, play Fear, Love, Anxiety by Over and Out on Spotify. Yes, that was the key. And then it's like, okay, here it is on Spotify. So it's the YouTube music since they transitioned over to YouTube music because I used to be able to get it to play on Google Play. That's true. But since they transitioned to, to YouTube music, it's been more difficult to play local bands. And that's, uh, it says Kapow. I know that that says Kapow, but is that a sloth crying above it? I believe it is. Interesting. I don't know. We might be able to. I don't know if we can see the chat like on Twitch if we go back after the show. See what these Wow, Laura is having a great time with oh, Twitch she's, emojis. She's, she's enjoying being in uh, She's being got on the Twitch Illuminati now. eye there. Yeah, she's enjoying being on Twitch now. Uh, anyway. And We're you, happy you can, for you, Laura. You can also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thinksojo. Okay. Uh, we're on there every, every Wednesday, just like we're on facebook.com uh, slash official thinksojo every Wednesday, and also on our YouTube channel. Just search for thinksojo show. Yeah, do all that stuff. Yeah. You can uh, watch us live. You can watch us on demand. Uh, you can listen to us live on allwny.com. You can uh, listen to us uh, on your favorite podcasting sites, uh, probably like a couple hours after the show. So yeah. your Google podcasts, your Apple podcasts, and your, uh, you know, Stitcher. And I, I think we're still on Stitcher. I, I have what no idea. What is Stitcher? Stitcher is a podcasting platform. I've never heard of it. I mean, I'll tell you where we can be found, 716bands.com. Uh, you can listen to us within like uh, an hour or so after the show. It, it'll pop up on 716bands. Um, and it'll, you can also find out where to listen to us. So you can listen to us on anchor.fm, which is where we distribute our podcast through. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can listen to this podcast. Just go subscribe to us on one of those platforms. Um, follow us, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube and, and yeah. Twitch, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, at think so Joe show. We don't tweet often. Uh, I have been tweeting the last couple of weeks just to kind of promote the show, especially since we've been on Twitch and yeah. wanted to kind of get the word out there that we are on Twitch. Uh, but go subscribe. It'll help us out. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll get another badge. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Head over to YouTube, our YouTube, our Twitch, subscribe. Do what you got to do, and uh, hopefully, you know, maybe that'll, uh, once we hit those thresholds, we can maybe uh, make some money doing this. <laughs> yeah, right? That would be cool. I think, uh, what, uh, what have we made through Anchor so far since we've been on there? That's a, that's a great question, is it not? Yeah. Let's find out. We have made wow $11.93 doing this show. We could get Mighty Taco. Yeah. Uh, with 1,313 plays. <laughs> 
uh, since we started broadcasting here, and I don't know when that was. Um, <coughs> I just pooped my pants a little. Great. I, I mean, I didn't. I sharted. It, there's a difference, right? Uh, Sure. We'll, we'll go with that. I don't think it's in my pants yet. Nom, 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 nom. Karina's nom, cookies. Nom, nom, nom. Karina's cookies. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Yeah, so go go subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe if they like local music or if you want to get them into local music. That's what Heck we're here yes. for. We want to we want to get this uh, Buffalo, Rochester, uh, Niagara Falls, all yeah. all throughout Western New York. Here, we want to get people into it and uh, and enjoying it. And hopefully, once uh, you know everybody realizes that the best way to fight COVID is to stay the fuck home or wear your masks when you do have to go out. Yeah. Uh, instead of having big gatherings to do whatever the fuck they're planning to do Friday. <laughs> um, and then uh, cheese, 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 Joe's feet, cheese, cheese, cheese. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway. It's 8 but, o'clock. But yes, uh, it's not quite 8 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock according to Karina time. It, it's Karina time is seven minutes ahead of the rest of the world. <laughs> I like to be early. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, go subscribe and like and whatever, and maybe we can make some money off of this, and we can also spread the word to more people if you if you tell them about it, if you share, tell them, hey, here's this great local music podcast. They don't just talk about local music; they babble on for two fucking hours about absolutely nothing, nothing, and then happen to play some really cool music in between. Yeah, yeah. Today yeah. we had some great music. Tell your friends. Tell them. Tell Fuck them. Yeah. Tell them to go subscribe. Make sure you go to the Think So Joe Facebook and like the page. Make sure you go to the Karina's Cookies Facebook and like the page. And make sure you like the post about getting free cookies. Yes, indeed. I just yes. wanted to see what the length of the song was. I didn't write it down. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you got about another minute and 15, no, another like two minutes and 15 seconds of us talking about liking and sharing and subscribing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, That's feel, all we're going to talk about. Feel free to zone out for the next two. No, I'm do serious, not no. zone out. Pay yeah. close attention. Pay you don't want to miss we, anything important. Yeah, in case we do say anything important. Is that a beagle? I believe. Oh, no, it's a beagle in a chef hat. Yes, it is. Oh, and my there's, God. There's, a... and there's Whisper. Yeah. The, the only fat orange asshole you would vote for. Yep. I wouldn't vote for him. He would break all the rules just as much as Trump. Well, Whisper tweeted the other day. Oh, God. Uh, actually, let me just pull it up here because it'll be much quicker. Uh, he said, so think so Joe just told me I have to be a gracious loser and concede the presidency to Joe Biden. I'm pretty sure he's got me confused with some other fat orange asshole. Hashtag meow. <laughs> Hashtag meow. And I said, wait, you're not Donald Trump? Prove it. Let's see your birth certificate. And he says, I shouldn't need one. I've lived with you for the past 12 years and haven't left the house once unless I was in that tiny jail cell. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't imagine fighting with him to get him in that tiny jail cell. So uh, you can follow my cat at Whisper the Cat on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> He's... He's probably more interesting than Joe. He might become more interesting than me on... Uh, he might be sometimes more interesting <laughs> than me on Twitter. All I do lately is just uh, call out Donald Trump on his bullshit. Yeah, that's kind of, like, predictable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and wrestling. Don't forget wrestling. wrestling yeah. I, I said we'd talk about sports entertainment. Yeah. Well, we, we've mentioned wrestling a couple of times. You're right. We did. We are making big progress. Results start to come in next week. Make America great again. I said, we did. We voted you out. <laughs> and uh, he said, we will win. I said, the only thing you're winning is eviction from the White House. You lost. Get lost. Yeah. Oh, this was great. This is this is uh, Rudy Giuliani, 
arrives for his press conference at the Ritz, and it's him standing in front of Ritz crackers at Walmart. Uh, and, and if you don't know what that's about, the, the Trump campaign uh, sent their lawyers out to do a press conference at the Four Seasons. Right, that's reasonable. Total landscaping. Oh. Uh, total lawn care, excuse me. He, he puts out this tweet, we're going to be speaking at the Four Seasons. Then he puts out this other tweet, we're going to be speaking at Four Seasons Lawn Care. And then he puts out this other tweet, we're going to be speaking at Four Seasons Total Lawn Care. Because there is a Four Seasons Lawn Care and a Four Seasons Total Lawn Care. So now you've got Rudy Giuliani giving this speech in front of a fucking garage door at a lawn care place that is next door to a, uh, a porn shop and a crematorium. That's a perfect- I cannot make this up. This is absolutely 100% what happened when Trump lost the election. He sent his lawyers to talk at a fucking landscaping place that's next to a porn store and a fucking crematorium. This is not me making shit up. This is real news. His supporters would have been more likely to go next door. Yes. Whichever next door. Right, right, right. Um which, which is great. And I just love this, this picture that somebody shared of. That's of, great. That's you know, really this, good. This is Rudy Giuliani speaking at the Ritz, and he's at Walmart in front of the Ritz crackers. Yeah. Uh, Vermin Supreme, by the way, in Vermont. Vermont released all their write-in votes. Yeah. Uh, Vermin Supreme got more votes than Hillary Clinton. Uh, and he also got more votes than Santa Claus. Good for him. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Trump, four years ago, in his uh, speech, and then we got to go. Um, four years ago in his, his, uh, acceptance speech, his, his, uh, victory speech, whatever he said, America will not settle for anything less than the best, which I replied to, uh, we never did anything less than the best is a felony according to vanilla ice. Uh, (laughs) so I, I retweeted this because I mostly for Trump's, uh, America will not settle for anything less than the best. And I said, Trump was right. America wouldn't settle for anything less than the best. It's why 75 million Americans told him to get lost. Oh, snap. This is Working Class Stiff's song called Rich Man's Country. We'll see you next week on the Think So Joe Show, right here on All WNY.